Hello. Hello. We're back again. Did you miss us? Well, no, I live with you. Oh, you mean, oh, you mean the people listening. <laughs> Welcome to First Time Parent Podcast, episode three. Yay, number three. Number three. Number three. Third of the episodes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Christopher. My name is Jessica. We are the B-dubs and we are, we are having, having a, baby. a baby. And we don't know what we're doing. Nope. <laughs> Still don't know. Not a sausage. Not a sausage. Well, there was, yes. <laughs> uh, careful. <laughs> so, well. yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you to everybody who's listened to our first view. Uh, we're glad you're enjoying it. Um, we've reached. Where, where do you think we've reached this week? Oh, I don't know. Give me some some statistics. Australia. Down under. Yes. We've reached down under. Yeah. How um, good is my accent? Uh, if I don't know. Where are you trying to be from? Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're not trying to be from Australia, I'm not sure. We ha- Don't do an accent for this one. We've reached India. <laughs> I won't. I won't do <laughs> no it. No trouble, please. No. We, like I said, Russia before, Spain, America. It's very, very overwhelming that everyone's listening to us and enjoying it. So thank you very much. Yes, thank you. What do we talk about in this episode, Jess? We talk about the next the next bit. Oh, okay. Well, that's really informative. <laughs> Thanks very much. Hope you enjoy okay. the show, everyone. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so the next bit is between 12 and 16 weeks of pregnancy. So this was between November and December time. So Christmas, Christmas being pregnant. Christmas. So if you're listening to this in March, thank you very much. I <laughs> know oh, it's we... not going to go out till April, is it? <laughs> <laughs> can we can we drop in some jingle bells? No, oh, I've got to find another sound effect. Y- yeah. Okay, go. Jingle bell cue now. Okay, thanks. <laughs> nice. This is the time that we decided that it was time to go public as it were and everything that comes with it the questions mm-hmm. uh, the assumptions uh the nosiness and Aww. things like that no it's happy nosiness That's, isn't it it's it's natural isn't it, it is. i think i think i've found myself on the other side of the what what we would what you call nosiness english is good tonight yeah, I know, mate. Thanks very much. <laughs> what accent was that? Oh, better than yours. Okay. Shrimp, shrimp on the barbie? <laughs> Pop another baby in your tummy. Ooh. No, not, not right now, thank you. Not now. So this is episode three of First Time Parent Podcast. We hope you enjoy it and we'll see you at the end. We told everyone at work the same day we had our 12-week scan. So the morning we went for the 12-week scan, we came back here. We the stared house. at Yeah, the house. <laughs> Thank you. We stared at the photo. We rang family and then we went to work. Oh, yes, we did. It was a really lovely day. It was the Christmas light switch on at our work. So... The place that we work is a giant uh, children's centre thing. It's like an old big warehouse and it's got a soft play. It's a theatre, some wonderful little shops, a salon, a cafe. I won't go through the marketing pitch now. Um, <laughs> but it's, 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 a, it's like a giant pop-up storybook. Uh, so it's full of colours and every year there's a, a Christmas light switch on. And Muggins here is always in to host it. <laughs> <laughs> Muggins here. 
has to organize oh, yes, it. Yes, yes, Jess is the events manager at the place. So that's, that's one of the <laughs> things. But we, it, everything fell on the same day, didn't it? It did. We went to work, were trying to organize the stage to get it ready for all of the switch on that was going to happen a little bit later on, whilst excitedly running around the building, telling all of our work friends by shoving the scan photo in their faces. I think one of the things that I said was, it works. <laughs> yeah, there's just you running around the building with this photo. It works. Hooray. <laughs> in, a, in a Christmas jumper. <laughs> in a children's centre. In a children's centre, yeah. I got kicked out very shortly after. No, it, it was a really festive day and it, it, I, I don't think we could have kept the secret very much longer. I think that was half of the reason for doing it then. But it was a good day to do it. It was a nice day to do it. It was lovely. How did did anyone react differently than you thought they would? Do you think anyone was less surprised than others? I don't think many people were surprised. They were happy. And I think they were they were more surprised at the way they were told with the photo in their face than they were about the actual thing. But I don't think many people are surprised just because it's like a natural step for us to be taking. But everybody was very over the moon for us. It was it was a lot of tears that day. A lot of happy tears, a lot of cuddles. And because I don't work there as often as I used to, a lot of people hadn't seen me in a fair few months. And they were coming up and, and giving me a hug and saying hello. And and then they had this bit of news on the same day, which was, which was lovely. Which was a ni- it was a nice surprise. But the questions started almost instantly, didn't they? <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> I think there's a string of questions that everybody asks. Okay, top five questions that people ask. Oh, I've got more than that, probably. Top five questions slash reactions to being told or, yeah. Number one, tears. Surely that's tears. I don't know these, so is it tears? No, not necessarily tears because that's, no. Okay. Oh, that shot me down then, didn't it? (laughs) How many weeks pregnant are you? Oh, right. Okay. Uh, Yes, that was it. How many weeks are you? Have you had any cravings yet? That is a real, like, top trump. What are your cravings? Everyone asks that. Are you feeling is sick? It, is it onions yet? No, it's never oh, going to be onions. I'm still holding out. There's a long way to go. Even if it was, I wouldn't tell you. <laughs> I could smell it, though. Ooh, it's never going to be. Sorry. Not going to happen. Uh, what other questions? How are you doing? When are you due? Was it a surprise? Was it planned? Was it a surprise? Was it planned? Yes. And then other reactions, kindness and offers people, people all of a sudden have lovely things that they are willing to pass on to you that you never knew they had sat in a cupboard and they're, they're very generous with that. Um, yeah, lots of baby clothes. One of my friends in Cardiff sent me a message very kindly and said, I've got, a, if you're having a girl, I've got a, a bag of clothes that you can have when you're coming home next. I was like, we really don't, we don't know what we're having. And at this point, we hadn't decided that we weren't going to find out either, had we? We hadn't quite decided, I don't think. We had a fair idea, yeah. but until we got to the 20-week scan, we, you know, there was still a possibly a point in the room where we could have mm. both gone, ah, actually, let's find out. Yeah, we, we, we don't know the flavour. 
We don't know the we flavor. Don't know the we're flavor. What's your flavor? Tell me what's your flavor. Ooh. We don't we don't know. No. Definitely not. <laughs> and then the reactions, obviously the girls girls have uh, do you find that the girls have different reactions yes. to the boys yeah. when <laughs> when they hear the news that you're having a baby? Yeah. I got screams and cuddles. Not to not to stereotype, but I got screams and cuddles and kisses from yes. all of our friends, which yes, is very do. lovely. And I did as well. Yeah. And then the our male friends kind of looked at me in a like a nod and a knowing good son. <laughs> a manly handshake, like, yeah, I know what happened. <laughs> it was literally it was. That's which is so which, funny. Which I, I was a bit like, Oh yeah, you you do know what happened. <laughs> oh. oh, don't. <laughs> uh, oh, it's just a body. Remember, it's just a body. Two bodies. <laughs> There's one other question as well that doesn't come straight away because it's not a first question people ask you when you tell them you're pregnant. But something that has popped up quite often for us, because we are crazy cat ladies... <laughs> we both we have we have we have our boys Barney and Ted. A lot of people have asked, "Are you keeping the cats?" Of course, we're keeping the cats. They were here first. <laughs> they were here first. <laughs> I think there's a lot of oh, I don't know what the quote. They're not myths as such. There's a lot of people that assume that cats and babies don't mix. You just got to be careful, haven't you? I, I think so. And, Do you think it comes down to the the um? That you're not allowed to uh, change their litter. Oh, yes. I've lucked out over <laughs> the last nine months. I'm not allowed to change the cat litter tray. So I can't I can't touch it because Pre- I can't touch the cat poo. It's not just you. It's all pregnant ladies. Oh, yeah. I'm not, spe- <laughs> I'm not special in that regard. So uh, when you're pregnant, you're not allowed to go near or have contact with cat feces. Because there's something to do with uh, a disease that's born sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes through that. So you're not allowed to have it in your hands or your mouth or, or near you anymore. So I, anymore. Have the f- I have the fact here. Okay. Fact check. So cat litter and cat poo can contain a parasite that causes toxoplasmosis infection. So that would be very bad for a pregnant lady. What does that mean? Um, toxoplasmosis infection could trigger a miscarriage or stillbirth. So it's one of the more serious things. It is. And we have two cats that have a litter tray inside. So I, that's my, that's my house now. I've, I've cleaned it, uh, but absolutely fine. That's one of those things that take that one, not on the chin, because that's weird. But I, Ooh, it, I wouldn't like to see that. If that's the one of the things that I can do, that's my job for this whole time. That's absolutely fine. But woe betide you if you carry it on when the baby's born. Oh, I'll change every cat litter tray if you change the nappies. Yeah, let's hose it down. <laughs> we're okay just to put it there. But no, are you if, meaning the cat litter tray or the baby? What? <laughs> Which one are we hosing down? We'll Both find, of them. We'll find out in June. <laughs> No, the the cat thing. I understand people are scared that cats 
are going to cause problems for babies. Uh, I think there's stories about cats suffocating babies in their in their baskets and, our, and things. Our boys are pretty good in knowing their boundaries. If we shut them out of a room, they might cry, but that you know they're fine. And we'd, we're already doing that. Well, the baby's room is at the front of our house. And we will be making sure that they don't go in it and we'll close in the door and, and, and keeping them away from it. And it's fine. I think being the, the summer when baby's going to be here, they'll be out a lot more than they, they are now in the winter, in the spring. They like being outside in the summer as well. So yeah. I think we won't have a problem with that. They'll be able to establish their territory more as the garden in, in that summertime and we'll be all right. I'm very aware that I want the cats to love the baby absolutely as much as much as the cats love us we want at least one good youtube video out of this <laughs> I watched, something cute i watched a video the other day of a husky uh and it's quite a, i think it's got loads of loads of views but i watched it and it said the first day the husky met the baby it promised to look after it and this is the video of it or something. And it, it you could see the husky meeting the, the baby. And she looked at it and just kind of went. Bruh. And then every day she'd go up to it and kind of like lick it on the face. And the, the humans would go, no, no, no. She was like, okay. And then it, it, it would sleep and guard it every day. And then as the baby grew up, the baby would play with it. And the husky would be like, no, oh, I'm just protecting. Do you think we can do that with a cat? I really hope so. I'm worried that. Ted in particular will be jealous so it's our job just to make sure that we help the relationship along in whatever way possible and make sure that that doesn't happen and we don't neglect the cats when the baby comes along obviously the baby is going to be a massive change and it's going to take over but I do think we still need to give them a good amount of attention so they don't feel that it's taken over from from them then I think the relationship will develop a bit better this is something that I'm very interested to see how it plays out and what we can do to make that better So were there any other questions that you were asked at this point that you were surprised to be asked? A few weeks down the line, people were starting to ask me, are you feeling the baby move yet? I used to feel the baby move at this point. I used to feel the baby move at this point. And at that point, no, I wasn't feeling the baby move. So when people asked me, it did panic me a little. I should be feeling something and I wasn't. But it turns out a lot of people who have their first child don't recognize that they're feeling the baby's movements until a lot later on because they progress and people that have had more than one child tend to recognize that movement a lot earlier on in the pregnancy than if it's your first because you know what you're looking for that time around do you mean like a, a certain or specific physical movement that you're looking for so you might confuse it with like a tummy rumble or something Yes, and that's exactly what it is. It's more like gas bubbles when it's early oh, on. Oh, no, so, no. <laughs> so you're like, oh, oh, 
oh, I can feel the baby moving. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. When people asked me, I wasn't sure. I'd say, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's the baby or gas. (laughs) But I think later on I realised those bubbles and those little flutters weren't just gas. They might have been, I don't know, but they were the baby. And it wasn't until 16 weeks when things started happening that I thought that has to be the baby. That cannot be anything else. But that question was more of a worrying question at the time. And although it's harmless, people don't mean anything by it. People don't know what's going to send your mind into a flurry of panic. It did make you go, oh, I don't know. Should I be? Shouldn't I be? What's normal? And then you start reading up on it all. And some women don't feel it until much, much, much later on. So Sonia from EastEnders didn't even know she was pregnant. Exactly. She was playing a trombone trumpet. Was she playing a trumpet? Was it trumpet? You're the EastEnders aficionado. I should know this. I think she was the trumpet. She was playing a trumpet all the time. She had no idea she had a baby. No idea. So we've told friends and we've told people we know, but you need to always officially tell your place of work. Yes, you do. I'm self-employed, so I'm fine. Did you just write a note to yourself? I did write myself an email, yes. How did that go? I fired myself. (laughs) You're fired! So I'm currently taking myself to court. There's no job for me after I go back from paternity leave. So what am I going to (laughs) do? But you you had to tell your work. Yes, you need to write them an official letter just informing them that you are pregnant, how many weeks you are and roughly your due date if you know it. Now, I wasn't sure when the right time to do this was because my work contract, it did say, tell us as soon as you know when you're pregnant. But legally, you don't actually have to tell an employer that you are pregnant until the 15 weeks before your due date mark or the beginning of that week. That goes is, back to people not knowing though, doesn't it? I believe so. Yeah, that gives a, that gives people some leeway for not actually knowing. Also, I suppose if they want to be a little bit more secure in their pregnancy, if they've had problems mm. or, or miscarriages before, then... You can wait a little bit, I suppose, but I'm I don't know a huge amount about this. There's but you you told you told them pretty much the same time as you went public. Well, I mean they're all your friends anyway, aren't they? So, <laughs> well, that's it. Everybody everybody knew, but you still have to do things officially. Absolutely. And I decided to wait until that time, just because I wanted to. I didn't want everybody to know until we had had the twelve week scan, although work want you to tell them straight away I realized that most contracts will say that but it's more of a health and safety thing if you work somewhere where it's more physical so say if you work in a factory or yeah anywhere like that where you're going to have to do a lot more physical work your workplace needs to know as soon as possible so they can allow to make things safer for you they have to do the relevant risk assessments and just make sure they're looking after you so if you are pregnant and you are wondering when to tell your employer about it if you have a physical job or a job that could cause you problems early on then it's better that you tell them earlier 
so go to go to a line manager or, or someone privately and let them know if you don't want everyone to know it's their job to keep it as a confidence until you're ready to tell everybody else at your workplace but the most important thing is to keep yourself and the baby safe so that's why a lot of people will ask you to inform them as soon as possible but legally 15 weeks before the due date around the time that we quote unquote went public it was christmas Christmas. our favorite time of year when we're not working in the pantomime sector (laughs) and it was time to go and see families so how did you cope with no booze oh i didn't like it (laughs) i didn't like it because christmas is the only time that i really do drink these days and when i mean drink i don't mean get absolutely hammered even though i think it's quite acceptable at christmas to have a few at breakfast lunch dinner just don't sleep around the clock but you had to adapt your normal christmas routine with food as well didn't you Oh, this this is the one thing that I was most gutted about. It's going to make you sound so middle class. Oh, I know. But at Christmas, I like to have Buck's Fizz. And <laughs> <laughs> Buck's Fizz and pate on toast. <laughs> you can't have either of those. Pate is the one thing that I nibble on throughout the Christmas period for breakfast. But you can't have pate when you're pregnant. That surprised me. I wasn't expecting that particular one to be on the no-no list. No. It's all to do with bacteria inside it and not being pasteurised and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's all that. I don't really understand it, but I knew it was a no-no. So that was that was cut out. So my regular intake of Bucks Fizz and pate was gone. It's not all you eat for Christmas. <laughs> Oh, I did have some turkey. I'm allowed to eat some turkey and some stuffing. I've got to make sure it's, everything's properly cooked, though. Christmas was lovely being pregnant. It it was early on enough that I wasn't feeling really pregnant, but I could in, so, but I could enjoy it. I could still enjoy that feeling of knowing that I was. I just started to get a bump, so that 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 was feeling quite magical. I really, really liked this time being pregnant. This was probably my favourite time, around 16 weeks, because the symptoms hadn't all ramped up. I wasn't feeling really pregnant. And it was just magical because it was Christmas. It was also our first Christmas as a married couple. It was. Yeah. So we've never had a Christmas as a married couple without a baby on the way now. (laughs) That was our only one, our only chance. And it was... was sweet knowing that this time next year we're going to be doing Christmas with a little baby yeah that was terrifying (laughs) and Christmas was the first time that our family got us some baby gifts so we got a little clothes and bits and pieces that started off our ever-growing collection of baby things that we are trying to accumulate before june <laughs> hang on that sounds like you're begging for it we're trying to get as much stuff as we can see, see see what we can do see if you can send us some stuff dave's got three vests going <laughs> <laughs> but it was pretty big it, it was pretty big opening up those presents at christmas 
and seeing a little Ooh. little white knitted cardigan with a hood or a little baby grow and thinking, really? It's is not, for... not going to fit me. I'm an extra large. <laughs> this, this, this for us? Is is this really going to? It's a good feeling. Fit though. fit someone that, that that's not here yet. It was it was it was weird and overwhelming. That's the word we use a lot here, isn't it? Overwhelming. Yeah, but it is. It's the most obvious and easy to kind of get on with word for that everything is overwhelming but overwhelming in such different ways for me it was I, w- I wasn't expecting to feel that feeling these are all brand new feelings for mm. us both I think when you are a first-time parent and or you're you're pregnant for the first time and you start to receive incredibly kind gifts and things like that you don't it, it's part of the process you don't think about and it's something that I'm learning to accept I suppose I'm not very good when people give me presents or uh, compliments for work or thing I don't know how to like receive positivity <laughs> as a as a professional performer you learnt to manage uh, negativity and you'll learn to manage rejection so when people give you things whether it's a compliment or in this case a gift for instance it's really it's it's odd. I don't personally. I'm not very good at that. I I kind of go into a little ball and say, you know, oh okay, thanks, and and I just want to be quiet and on my own and and hide. I'm literally pulling my hoodie over my face as we speak. <laughs> so I didn't know how to feel, and it was a, a feeling that I was not quite ready for, knowing that people are already planning those things for you. People are already thinking about your baby, and already thinking about you needing this and, and and kind of knowing that you're going to need these things that's what surprised me is other people already know mm. that you're not on your own and we are certainly i i can't speak for you i don't think i'd understood that we weren't on our own does that make any sense i think so it's a nice feeling but i hadn't thought of it that way before receiving the gifts was overwhelming because these people most of them that are giving the gifts, our parents and our families, they know we need it because they know because they've been there. We know we need it because we kind of figure it out, but we don't know we need it yet because it's not happened yet. So we, it's not from direct experience. It's just a, you're going to need this, trust us. So what else was different about Christmas as a first-time pregnant person? So the lead-up to Christmas... Obviously, Christmas work do. Oh, oh yeah. So I've obviously said I've not been drinking. Couldn't have any Bucks Fizz, but I couldn't have any vodka either. <laughs> That's one of the reasons I think we, decided, like in all seriousness, decided to tell people so quickly. People would have found out. Our Christmas work do was actually only a few days after we told everyone. So yep. I would yep. have been rumbled pretty quickly, I think. Absolutely. Because I was away, I had a um, a Christmas uh, gig, and you went out, and I'd already noted that you're going to be not drinking, and people are going to be noticing. Not saying that you're like, woo, party, party, people. No, I'm I'm not at all. I'm not at all. But Christmas time is the one time I would have allowed myself to have a fun night and have a drink, and not drive, and not drive. 
Yeah, and it was I was a bit sad that I wasn't joining in with all the <laughs> the drunk merriment, but I wasn't hung over the next day, so yeah. <laughs> and being designated driver as well. But that's fine. It's nice to be able to do that if you know you can't drink. That's that's no problem at all. And then that way you get the stories of what people actually did during the night. Oh, you go. Oh, it's so Susie, you did this. Oh. It is so funny watching everybody unravel around you and slowly melt to the floor. (laughs) (laughs) So basically at Christmas time, when you're pregnant, it's no booze, no pate. Anything else? Smoked salmon? Were you right with smoked salmon? I think I was allowed a bit of smoked salmon in moderation. Not whole fish. Not whole fish, no. Oh, the only other thing that happened on the lead up to Christmas was actually really wanting to be sick. Oh, no. Yeah. I was helping work organise a big corporate Christmas party mid-December and I was having to do a big run round to all the local supermarkets and shops in the area and I was feeling so sick at this point. And it got to the point I was driving in between two different shops and I was driving with a plastic bag on my lap because I thought I was going to heave ho into it. And I wasn't I wasn't that sick with this pregnancy. I was nauseous, but I didn't think I was going to puke up. And it was one of the only times where I was really, really sick. And I still don't know if it was a bug or the actual sickness, but that was... That was festive. <laughs> festive. <laughs> festive vomit bug. How was your body changing? Oh, well, thank you for asking. It's one of the questions we planned, so I have to ask it. <laughs> true, true. What was Symptoms. the difference? What was the difference between before a three-month period? Is it the first trimester then, isn't it? Yes. So moving into kind of the second third of it, I suppose, when things start picking up pace, how had your body changed that you could notice uh, roughly about this point, between 12 and like 15, 16 weeks? You said that there was a little bump that was starting to show. That was one that of was the main cute. that was one of the main things that finally the shape was starting to only, only a little one. Yeah, only only little. But it felt it felt like, oh, that is that is a baby. That's that's a different shape to normal normal tummy. And I think you said you'd noticed you'd noticed it probably it was, before I did. It was towards December that I that I had. You you were getting changed in the morning once, and I looked over and I and I just thought, oh that's oh, oh there it is just a little one just a little one oh little 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 baby bump inside the baby in the baby belly oh 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 god it's happening <laughs> I was about to say did how did that make you feel well, seeing catch, seeing it change it's it's still going on I catch myself going oh oh we're having a baby oh it's happening oh my god how am I going to pay for it please. <laughs> Please book me for gigs. Please pay me to sing for you. Please help. <laughs> it, it is. It is like that. But it's it's wonderful. It's lovely, those moments where you don't think of anything else apart from, 
oh, it's coming soon. And it was there at Christmas when I saw a little bit of your tummy bump resemble what one expects a pregnant belly to look like. Mm. It was it was lovely. It was really nice. And I think you. it was only recently, like, it was quite soon after that that you noticed it yourself. Because I don't want to point it out to you. Yeah. Because I'm very sensitive. To, to, so I, am I. I, I don't want to. I don't want to make you upset by saying, "Oh, your bump, your bump's getting bigger," and you just go. Bleh. But I'd noticed it about a, a week or so before you mentioned it to me, and I was happy that you mentioned it because I wanted to jump up and down and go. It's tricky for me. I'm not sure if I've mentioned or you've mentioned the fact that not long before this, I lost quite a lot of weight. So for me, I feel like I've done a lot of work (laughs) lost a lot of weight and I'm finally happy with happier and feeling a bit more confident within myself it was something that I really needed to do for myself just to just to be me again and it worked and I've been so happy and of course I know that being pregnant isn't a weight gain because you're being Uh, you know you're eating and it's a natural thing but it's a really hard thing for me to get my head around and and feel happening because I've well obviously before I was bigger so I grew bigger because I I had I'd put on the weight then I've seen myself shrink back down and now I'm seeing myself (laughs) blow back up again in a different way this time it's a very different weight over the last 18 months Jess has lost about four and a half stone, which is incredible. And I'm incredibly proud. But But I needed to do it. (laughs) But I feel really bad now that I've made you put this on. You made me fat. But it's very different. It's very different. It's a very different body shape. Also, inside your body, things are doing things very differently. So how, apart from the baby bump, how did you notice that things were starting to change or, or maybe starting to pick up, pick up pace, like we said? All the symptoms I've mentioned before were still carrying on. Hormones are still quite up in the air. The nausea, that stopped at about 16 weeks and was replaced, yes, definitely replaced, by the need to wee. Hurrah! (laughs) (laughs) It was a a literal like for like. I, I noticed, oh, I've stopped feeling sick. And then I thought, as I was sat on the toilet weeing for about the 12th time that morning, oh, I'm weeing lots. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> and I, I don't don't know which one I'd say I'd prefer. I suppose weeing over feeling sick is better. <laughs> Would you, if you had to be on the brink of vomiting oh. for the rest of your life, oh. or be on the brink of about to wet yourself for the rest of your life, which one would you pick? Hang on, hang on, hang on. We need, can I, can I actually have a wee? No. (gasps) So you didn't actually need to wee, but you felt like you needed to wee or you felt like you're about to throw up. If you had to pick, which one would it be? That's a hard question. That's awful. I think for me, it would be, oh no. Isn't it? I think it would be the vomit one. Really? Yeah, well my tummy's a mess anyway. So it's not it's not really it's not really much different to my digestive system to feel like I'm about to either need the loo or need the <laughs> need to be sick. So it doesn't really it's not something that I have to think about too much. But if you feel sick You're more limited, I think, if you re- need a wee than you are if you feel sick. 
that constant feeling. I, I've been I've been in tears before if I needed a wee and couldn't go for on a long journey. Like borderline tears. Yeah. I genuinely don't know what I would choose there. I think I might choose being sick. Yeah. No, not being sick. Feeling, feeling like sick. Being sick. If anyone's triggered by talk of vom, vom today might not we. be the one for you. Oh, we, we, I mean, they, they, they haven't listened since episode one if they're triggered by talking to Wee Wee. <laughs> but you did. This is, where, this is where your bladder started to kind of pick up its yes. business. Yeah, and it's all been downhill since then. And that's when the baby's starting to grow as well and every, you know, the more pressure's being put inside your organs to push them up or push them down or push them back. So it's, you know, it's completely understandable. At this point, though, I really didn't think it would be the case. The baby isn't big enough yet to be doing that. It just so happens that in this particular pregnancy, that's how I, my body's reacted due to the position of where the baby has decided to grow. And that I've been told that later on that the baby is quite low down. So that's why I've had this particular problem, which people do have, but I seem to be having a lot more of. So, yay. Your boobs had started growing as well. They were noticeably bigger now. Well, thank you. <laughs> you told me that. You said, you're the one who points it out. You're like, oh, they got bigger again. <laughs> have they darling I, I've not been looking <laughs> <laughs> yep but they Boobs had they, they, they'd started to they they got a shift on yes this was yeah this was growing time this was this is growing, growing time for everything time. growing time for everything and we could make this a much smaller podcast when we get up to date we just say just just read out your measurements and then that's a two minute show done <laughs> how are you this week Boobs, heavy, weed, don't feel sick, feel big, done. Baby size. How big is baby at this point? Between 12 and 16 weeks. Yeah. It does quite a bit of a grow. It does, doesn't it? Can you remember? Um, Where do you think it was at this point? So I when, actually know. So when you're at a 12 week scan, it's about two and a bit. It's approaching two inches. Which is not really much at all, but it's big enough to go... That's a that's that's a, a tiny little fetus. Hmm. So I think, if I remember rightly, it, it was about the size of an apple. Not too far off. What was it? So thirteen weeks. A pea pod. A pea pod. Oh. No. I don't think I ever knew that. I don't think I remember a pea pod. Oh. Oh, that's quite sweet. Pea pod. Fourteen weeks. A lemon. A lemon. That's quite a big jump. Yeah. What? That's yeah, a... from a pea pod to a lemon. Yeah. Well, don't forget, it's not actually looking like a pea pod, so it's not thin and then it goes like that. It's just the length. That would be a drastic change. <laughs> then 15 weeks, apple. Apple. And 16 weeks, your favourite. Avocado. Yeah. I love avocado. But I think it's because I like... I it's, it's because it was one of the first times you can really... 
feel and i know this is obviously why it's done you can imagine holding an avocado and it being like relative to the size of the baby it might not be the weight but the size you can you can actually hold it in your hand however tiny it would be Mm. it's amazing isn't it and then also every time i looked at you i was just looking and imagining an avocado inside like just like on your tummy just avocado and that's the baby (laughs) floating around size of an avocado i'd already started talking to it by now every time that you fell asleep i don't know if you knew this Hmm. you'd fall asleep pretty much instantly and the snoring would start straight away I'd lean over and I'd put my head on your tummy and I'd just, I'd just start whispering to it and start kissing it and just saying goodnight to it every night. Because well, it needs to know that I loved it already. Oh, did you know sweet. I did that? That's really sweet. I didn't know you were doing it, no, because I was out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you did have loads of Christmas booze. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sleepy. Sleepy. But it was, it, I, I felt that was important to me to do that and then also i was like bye night avocado i'll see you soon not too Aww. soon no because i haven't got any money oh that's yeah. nice did you not know oh oh i like that i like that a lot well nice and then i read it stories as well well yeah i was reading it no i wasn't i wasn't <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if i'd started reading stories and you just wake up in the middle of the night and be like oh, 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 oh. what are you doing so Frodo went over I the hill. I knew you were going to say Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I don't think you'd let me read Lord of the Rings. You'd, I knew you'd, you were going to say that. We'd st- what, what books would we start reading? I think Roald Dahl. Yeah. Because he was Welsh. I was brought up on... I read lots of Enid Blyton. Enid Blyton, yeah. Love that. Secret Seven. Famous Five. Oh, Secret Seven for me. I liked both of them. The the Faraway Tree. Oh, yeah, you told me about that yeah. one. Yeah, Moonface. Don't call me that. <laughs> call me Moonface. It's a bit bendy. I think it's an enchanted tree. A faraway tree, enchanted tree. It's a wishing tree. One of them called a wishing tree or something. I, I like know. Narnia. I quite liked Narnia. But then I, d- I, d- I don't really read. I'd be interested to know. I think, I mean, I'd, I'm going to start with Harry Potter, let's face it. Roald Dahl will be in there, but I will start reading the baby Harry Potter. Won't because you? Oh, yeah, out loud. As do, a baby? Yeah, yeah, doing all the voices. All yeah. the voices? All the voices. Can we hear some of them? Really? <laughs> um, do, do Snape. Hello. Hello. Harry Potter. That's Snape. Yes. So who else can we do? Ron? Who don't know how to do any magic? He's great. He's, I'm giving you this for free. Charge for voiceovers. What do you want? Hermione. I can't believe you did that, Ron. You can't see the facial expressions that go with Hermione's voice. I wish you could because they're <sighs> wonderful. Weasley, you're such an ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Hermione. Dumbledore. Did you know Jessica's had a baby? <laughs> How much has he had to drink? No, that's after he dies. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> and what else? I'm trying to think of... Oh, um... Oh my gosh, why can't I remember the name? Beardy. Hagrid. Ah! 
Hello there, Harry. Oui, <laughs> Margaret. This is a little story for BBW. What? That was that was one of his dragons. Yeah, if I do voices like that, that ba- our baby's going to grow up and be like super into books. I think it's fine. I think we got it covered. Super into something. What other books? What other books? That we can read to the baby. Oh, I'm going to be reading it the NFL schedule. You know that baby BW is going to be born in perfect time for the NFL season, don't you? Which is fine because I'll be, I'll be up all night watching it anyway. So I'll be up all night with baby. I'll hold you to that. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> so when you have the baby, it'll be May or June. Yep. So we'll be in baseball season. Absolutely fine. Baseball games go on for hours. They're always on in the middle of the night. And if they're on the West Coast of America, they'll be really late. That's absolutely fine. I love watching baseball. We'll get into the start of the NFL season. So the preseason will be in kind of Augusty time. So that's okay. Mm. That's cool. And then um, we've got the Women's World Cup, the football as well this year. I don't, I don't know where it is. I think it might be time delayed as well. So that's cool. So yeah, this is great. All of it's great timing for sports for me. It's going to be a lovely summer. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is it right there, Jessica? Yes, I like the Women's World Cup. That's Hagrid's back. Oh, Hagrid's back. Yeah, well, he's gone now. You missed him. <laughs> I he'll, don't, he'll I come don't back. think I miss him. By this time, obviously, you knew you were really pregnant and you were used to it to a point. Is there anything that you were really looking forward to by now? Seeing the bump grow, even though I was finding it hard to deal with, like I said, because of the weight loss, the weight gain, everything. It's still nice to see a bump grow and to see that baby actually making its way out of your stomach. Well, no, that's wrong. <laughs> well, like alien. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't say there's ne- necessarily anything that I'm looking forward to because I've never done this before. So I don't know what I have to look forward to and what I don't have to look forward to. I can, however, say at this point, I think around 16 weeks was my favourite time. I think... From this point onwards, I'm not going to enjoy it as much as I did back at 16 weeks. 16 weeks, well, I wasn't heavily we're, pregnant. We're getting to the business end now, aren't we? Yes, yeah, exactly. Business end now. But 16 weeks, I wasn't heavily pregnant. Just a teeny, tiny, cute little bump. And I was feeling a bit magical at that time. I knew I was pregnant. I was feeling everything. I was starting to feel all of the changes. It was Christmas. I felt a bit glowy at times and I could I'd eat. noticed a glow I, I, could I know eat it's well. very it's a bit um what's the word cliche it's a little bit cliche saying that uh, 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 an expectant mother has got a glow but I really that there, there was something about you. your skin had cleared up so we've mentioned that your psoriasis mm. went almost overnight but I'd really started to notice that your your skin was clearer at Christmas I started to notice those little bits yeah. more and that made me feel a little bit lovely and magical 
It was and like your body started to settle almost, I think. Mm. And I think the stress of like we've mentioned, getting to a certain point and knowing it was quote unquote safe. Obviously, it's, it's you know, until you have a baby in your arms, it's nothing safe about it. But I think it was your, it was almost a sign of your body going, we're all right with this now, mm. wasn't it? Definitely. And I think I loved it at that time because it was Christmas and because I was having uh, having a baby, I felt like I could eat what I wanted and it didn't really matter. So that was enjoyable. I, I've been feeling that for about 15 <laughs> years. <laughs> I really think we need to make a jingle for this next bit. Oh, not <laughs> this again. Dad joke, oh. dad joke. Yeah. That's not the jingle. No, it really isn't. uh, If I've got to make some jingle stuff, should we get We Are Trackless to do it? Should we get an acapella jingle going? Yeah. Okay. For sure. All right. Give me a few weeks. So, dad joke. (sighs) Please. I just want to say, I didn't sign off for this. You sprung this on me last time, halfway through. Is this just to test me? Because you've still got time to change your mind. Of whether I'm involved or not. Is that is that it? Is that where this is heading? I just like hearing okay, really that wasn't jokes. That wasn't a no. I really needed a no there. I, I really needed a no. You're absolutely fine. You're fine? Yeah. Tell me a dad joke. Again, you can't see the faces. That be... Right. Dad joke. Episode three. Are you ready? It's oh, a good I'm one. so ready. It's a good one. I, I stop being sarcastic with you. Oh, I'm so ready. You're like not ready. <laughs> Why am I not ready for this? You are, aren't well, you? Um... What's orange and sounds like a parrot? I don't know. What's orange and sounds like a parrot? A carrot. Boom! Boom! Stop! Look! Don't mock it. You asked for it. That was a very good joke. Because it's funny. Because you see. It sounds like a parrot, so you think it's going to, like, audibly sound like a parrot. But actually what I mean is it it sounds similar to the word parrot, and it's orange, so it's a carrot. Next week! (laughs) So that was episode three of First Time Parent Podcast. Have fun. Loved it. Yeah, good, good. I hope so, because we're doing more of these. What? What? <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get like a radio mic and bring it with us to record during the birth. Do you think we should do that? Absolutely not. They do not need to hear that. Three hours of it. Well, we've got. We. I think if we're being open and honest about everything, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Ah, get it out of me! Like that for three hours. <laughs> well, you never know if I'm calm. Who are we kidding? That's not going to happen. Yeah, but if you end up on happy gas, I am going to want evidence. <gasps> do you know what? That's a really good idea. Should we do it? I give you permission. I don't want you to hire call this recording equipment up to the hospital, but I no, do I'm not give you do permission that. to do a voice note if I start being really funny on it. Well, I won't need to then, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for listening to episode three. Um... As we're a new podcast, uh, the best thing for you to do, and and, and if you're enjoying it, make sure you tell people about it. Don't forget, it's not just about pregnancy. It's about 
people who've never been in this situation finding out about it just like us at the same time as us so if you want to recommend it to your friends that'd be lovely uh, make sure you share it on facebook and twitter and instagram we are at ftpp uk on all of our socials mm-hmm. and if you download the anchor.fm app which is who are hosting the uh, podcast at the moment, you can actually send us a little voice message, which we can incorporate into the show nice and easily. So that'd be nice. So if you have um, any stories about uh, the stories that we've covered and how we're feeling, or if your cravings are very similar to what we said about Jesse's or your experiences with things that we're talking about, make sure you get in touch on firsttimeparentpod at gmail.com. That's firsttimeparentpod at gmail.com. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be really interesting as we get further down the line of anything that your body's doing or myths. We're talking next week about myths about pregnancy and things about, oh, it's going to be a boy if it does this and things like that. It'd be amazing if any of those were true, but we'll get to that next week. Make sure you get in touch and give us a share and a like on all your podcast platforms. Uh, We are currently 30 weeks pregnant at recording this, aren't we? Nearly. Oh, nearly 30 nearly weeks. Th- 29 Th- and a half. Yes. 29, 29 and, and a half. half. So we're getting there. We are. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We'll see you next week. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. spider has just dropped in front of our face (laughs) i wasn't sure whether to alert you or try and carry on but it nearly cobwebbed onto your head don't slam it no don't do oh dead right moving on (gasps)